calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. I'm Caitlin Bradnick. I'm Sue Smith. And we love scams. Love scams. Guys, we love scams. We love you. Welcome to the show. Cozy on up with us today. Just get comfy and cozy. Get cozy. It's cozy season. It's It's here. Mm -hmm. We're here. We're ready. We're both like in blankets. Um... (laughs) I just have a robe draped across myself. I I love it. That's that's my look. I I am sweating, as usual. (laughs) Sue is sweating, but she is with child, and she's in California. Make no mistake, I am sweating. No, it's been getting cold at night, and it's great. I love it. Refreshing. You can open your windows and feel like cozies. Cozy does. I put on the the cozy comforter, and Mamma Mia, it's great. I love it. Sue, how are you decorating your house during this time? I am not. <laughs> I am not decorating for Thanksgiving or Christmas or anything else because we have a baby coming. We have a baby. There's the decorations are in our like garage storage area, and the whole idea of going down there and have you get it? No, it is like no, it's not happening. No, ask Austin to do that. He broke his toe though. Oh yeah. Oh my God, Sue is like, it's the beginning of parenthood is when suddenly your body also starts to fall apart as you bring your baby into the world. Like the first two years of Lewis's life, I think I was texting Sue and Kate constantly like, Alan's in the hospital, Lewis is in the hospital, I'm in the hospital. Like there was always an element. We were always in an emergency room. I was like, this can't be real. Like everyone in her family is sick all the time. But now I get it. You just get the curse. You get the curse. It's because your brain is like so fragmented and frazzled. And when I told Alan that on the way to an appointment, Austin broke a stove, he's like, I 100% could have done that like seven (laughs) different times. (laughs) Like you're just, you're thinking of all these different things. You have so much material. You're grabbing your bag filled with everything and you got to go. Yeah. We were on the way to the doctor's appointment and tripped over the glider. (laughs) You know, of course, it's a new object and now he'll never forget where it is. And that's oh important. 
And he's with San's child right now. So that's good. He's not tripping with the child in his hand, which we all have done also. It's good that he broke it now. If he was going to yes. break a toe, it's good that it's done now. But it's now. Yeah. Um, so you're back in New York. How I'm are back you in New York? You decorating for this holiday season? I am going ultra Nordic, okay. <laughs> Icelandic, um, Norwegian. I know those are two different places, but um, sort of that northern white. European, yeah, white crisp. I'm doing a lot of like natural wood tones. I just basically want my space to look as open and airy as possible, but then also decked with Christmas. <laughs> so it's like, sure. I think they do a good job. And, and I've been reading a lot about how people in Northern countries deal with seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. And I've been reading sort of how they keep themselves sane. And it's a lot of lights. It's a lot of cozy objects. Right. It's a lot of bright white, right? And then yeah. on top of that, all your cozy plush items are white as well to help reflect mm-hmm. the light so that you don't feel like you're in a cave because it gets dark so early. And I've been really trying to do that. That's great. I have a mental block against white because anytime I was a kid and I wanted to buy something white, my mom would be like, no, white always stains. You can't get white. So I still have that. But white does stain. But the best thing that I'm in love with is bleach. And so I just pour bleach on everything. (laughs) You know what? It smells good too. It's great. It's so, you know, it's working. It's like your eyes are stinging. So it's working. It's got to work. It's like gasoline. Oh, it's the I best. love the smell of gasoline. I love it. So yeah, our sheets are white so I can bleach them. Our comforter is white. I have about a lot of like white blankets and pillows. And yeah, there's dog drool on it. And right now we have like a couple crackers and peanut butter stains, but sure. you can take a Tide pen or I just like wash it right away. Today I did spill soy sauce all over my white carpet. <laughs> did um, I clean it up right away? Yes. And it's fine. I just, you just have to clean it up quickly. If this podcast is now how white can work for you. <laughs> I love it. How does white, how is white not a scam? And how can you live comfortably and openly in this dark time? Of course. We have some new Patreon patrons. Oh, yes. And guys, you know, I'm so excited. Now you can hear all about the meds Sue and I are taking, all about our trials and tribulations. You can hear our first Patreon episode, which is when we both walked side by side in Target when I visited LA. It was such a blast. It was lovely. So we want to thank Kevin and Chris. For Kevin becoming- and Chris, thank you. And Sue, do you have a scan for them? Because I do. do. You do? Go for it. Mm-hmm. Guys, I was just at a nursery, not a children's nursery, like a plant nursery. And I have to tell you, not all plants are the same. Mm. Just going to tell you. So you'll see a row of like 15 or 20 different plants. They have all the same flower, all the same leaves. They're all the same price. But you have to inspect your plants. You have to get your hands in that soil. You have to look into it and see, is this root bound? Is this are there like little gnats flying around it? Is is there a problem with this plant? Not just how do the leaves look, but how do does the stem look? Do the bottom leaves look like they're dried and brittle? And is that because it's not actually getting enough water or are the leaves yellow and are they overwatered? So mm-hmm. you just have to check and see. And in these nurseries, I realized the plant I got, I was choosing between two. One was freshly planted in a new pot, which means a couple things. It means either that... Um, it's a clipping from another plant or it was in a small pot and they moved it to a larger pot, but that's a great sign because then it can live in that pot for a while and you know that it has space and room to grow versus if you see a plant that has its roots sort of coming out of the bottom and they call that root bound, then that means that you have to quickly replant that plant and let the roots breathe a little bit and do all this extra stuff to it. So just 
check your plants. Don't just assume you can grab any plants off the shelf because then you got to deal with some shit. You know, you know, you know, the kind of person I am is that I would take the shittiest one because I would feel bad for it. Oh, but that also see, but you're going into it. You're not being scammed. So that happened to me too. I got a really shitty one and they gave me a deal because they're like, this is going to die. And now this year it's blooming better than anything I've ever had. So okay, that's great. So there you go. You have to go into it knowing. And if you pick the shitty one, maybe you can ask for a discount. That's maybe you can scam them. I do that on produce too. Sometimes like if a produce, no. <laughs> I have produce. Not produce. Did you watch I, Veggie Tales as a kid? No. I, okay. I was, I don't know. I feel guilty. I feel bad for it. It's going to get thrown away. Yeah. Or it's going to rot in your fruit bowl. No. It's going to be dead soon. So it's either I'm dead in your house or their house. Produce. Yeah. Well, you have just like some produce sensitivity, which there I must do. have been some cartoon of like a little grape in your life <laughs> that you can't stop. Well, my <laughs> you know? mom was very sensitive about wasting things. She was like, do not waste anything. Yes. So, but what so, you could do is get fruit that's not super ripe, let it ripen over time. And then if it gets too ripe, you can turn it into jam. You can be no, a homesteader. I, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. Could. That makes way more sense. <laughs> but you know what? It's not about making sense. It's about your feelings with fruit. Thank you. Thank My you. fruity feelings. Mm -hmm. Guys, we have some amazing scams today. And we do. They it's are very from exciting. It's a mailbag episode. It's a mailbag episode, you guys. Dun, and dun, dun. God, you're such... You're such lovely people. You're such yeah. lovely people. Do we have some horrible reviews on <laughs> iTunes? Yeah. Okay, we do. Does it upset me reading them? Uh-huh, of course. <laughs> did it put me in depression for a week? Yeah, it did. Do we get personally offended if you leave us one star and tell us to stop talking about politics? Yes, we yeah. do. Okay, but the best news is that we get a ton of messages from you guys, and these mailbags are the sweetest, kindest messages, and we really need them to stay living, <laughs> I'll say lightly. <laughs> for breath. For, for breath. breath, yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Our first one is from Caitlin. The subject mm. is my mom worked on ghost hunters. Hell oh yeah. My God, Yes. I love your show. You guys are awesome and insightful. Thank you. I especially enjoy the last episode on ghost hunters slash ghost adventures because my mom worked actually worked as an assistant on ghost hunters a few years ago. Wow. That's cool. One of the sites they went to a supposedly haunted restaurant on the sea cliffs of Northern California. I bet Lawrence knows this one. I bet you immediately he'll be like, yeah. <laughs> Show 361. Yeah, I don't think it out completely. He said that for the most part, it was all fake. If memory oh. serves, the restaurant actually had a few things rigged up to make it creepier, like a chandelier that moved and spooky sound effects. She said, said she didn't experience anything while they were there, but it was still pretty creepy. The funniest thing is that the ghost hunter hosts and had huge egos and were offended and astounded that she had never heard of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that checks out. That checks okay, out. Okay, ghost daddies. Okay. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they were nice and genuine, genuinely believed in what they were doing. Thanks for wow. everything. Hope you all stay healthy and safe. Best, Caitlin. Caitlin, you heard it here first, guys. They believe in what they're doing. That's what we were sort of posturing, like, do they actually believe it? Do they think it's shady? No, nope, they believe it. I, I think they have to believe it because this is their life's work. Yes. <laughs> they have to convince themselves it's real, but it sounds like Caitlin's mom doesn't think Caitlin's it's real. Caitlin's mom knows what's up, okay? Yeah, All right. Or else her daughter wouldn't be listening to Scam Wow. <laughs> the podcast for Scammers. Okay. 
I'll read this next one. The man in the middle scam. Hi, ScamWow. I have another one for you. Get this. It's called The Man in the Middle Scam, and it's done by hackers. What happens is the hacker impersonates people via email to get money. The way it works is the hacker diverts email communications to them, and then they get involved and write or respond to emails. In this case, let's say he wants to get money from company X. He, assuming the sack, Assuming the hacker is a he, sure, snoops on the emails going in and out of company X and spots an email from a vendor of company X. He then impersonates the vendor and says, hi, company X, we changed our bank info. To pay your invoice from now on, send the money to this bank account. Here's the wire transfer information. If he gets lucky, the person in the accounting department at company X will trust the email and change the way they pay the invoices. So the money goes to this new account. Mm -hmm. Then the hacker will get the money and the person from company X thinks they've paid their invoices. I have a friend who works in IT and their client had this scam happen to them. In their case, the CEO from company X was going to play golf with the CEO from the vendor. Before they both left the course, they checked on the relationship between the company and the vendor before hitting the links. The CEO talked while they played and the CEO from the vendor company asked, hey, so your company owes us $500,000. Why haven't you paid us? To which the CEO replied, what are you talking about? I checked before meeting you. We don't have an outstanding balance. Mm. They both got back from the golf courses obviously after they played the game and checked and they found out what happened. The hacker made off with half a million dollars before anyone was the wiser. Please advise your listeners that when someone emails you to tell you that accounting info is different now and they should send their payments elsewhere, they should pick up the phone and verify this. One little phone call could have saved company X $500,000. A verification phone call should be a standard operating procedure in all accounting departments. Love the show, BJ. Thank you, wow. BJ. Wow. That, I, that is so smart. And you know what? I would say like, oh, okay, things have changed. I don't know. I'm assuming that accountants are a little bit on top of this. I think- Because of nowadays, but maybe they're not. Maybe I'm a bad person, but I think this is a good scam. It's a good scam, guys. <laughs> It's a smart hacker scam. It's a smart, smart hacker scam. scam. And it's not hurting these guys personally. They just still do their golf. They're still playing golf like nothing ever happened. Exactly. It's good. Wow. But if you're a small mom and pop shop and your vendor changes things around, you know. But I will say maybe the bank would support you in this because it was fraud. So I don't know. I wish you guys the best and I wish you hackers the best. Steal from the rich only. Okay. Yes, That's yes. Steal from the rich only. Thank you, BJ. Thanks, BJ. Our next email, the subject is Audrey Kitching-esque. All Ooh. right. Hey, I emailed ScamWow before about gotcha games. Oh, I geez. remember. Hi. Mm -hmm. But I randomly stumbled across another scam that seems really reminiscent of the Audrey Kitching scandal, just less spiritual. Thanks again, as always, for providing us the good content. And the Ghost Adventures episode helped me find something fun to watch with my friends. <laughs> Yay! The pandemic has made me into more of a YouTube addict than before. Same. And same. After going through some dieting dietitian channels, this one influencer got brought up. The channel is called HRH Collection. And Alexandra Pierce, the person who runs the channel, has gotten into some hot water. For one, her video on dieting advice was very angry, aggressive, <laughs> and full of information that could be dangerous and triggering for people with eating disorders. Oof. I watched only a review of that video, and it was genuinely kind of scary to see how she gets 
about angry she gets about food. Okay, allegedly, so she has her own eating issues. Yeah, allegedly she's also been vehemently anti-mask, has been triggered by the BLM movement, and has Ew. talked about people having a right to use swastikas because of free Ew. speech and its origins as a Buddhist symbol. No. It's not an origin. It's the reverse of a Buddhist symbol. It's Ugh. they took it again. They took that. Never mind. I'm not even going to get into it. Don't even get me started about Nazis. That's not true. That's fake news. Mm-hmm. She's got 113k followers on Instagram, and what caught my attention, besides the unhinged rants, was the fact that she has a jewelry collection that she sells on a website called the HRH Collection. She sells jewelry, but also bag chains and other accessories. Here's where the scam kicks in. Okay. She advertises some handmade jewelry on her site and overall charges extremely high prices for her items. We're talking $875 for a gemstone ring on a 14-carat gold. That's too much. That's too much. I also looked through the gemstone choices, all semi-precious. I don't know what that means. I guess it's it's shade only, nonetheless. We'll shade it nonetheless. It's, it's only semi-precious. Only so semi-precious. I don't even know, but I don't even care. It's not full precious. Mm-mm. Even weirder is what she calls, is that she calls what looks like a tourmaline a mermaid gem and what looks like a diamond Barbie's engagement ring. I'm oh. guessing that one's a moissanite. <laughs> Again, don't know, but sure. <laughs> moissanite I've been researching on is like a fake diamond that really looks real. Oh, well then like maybe it's good for the deal. That's good. Right, but not $800. No. Guess real versions of those two gems were too expensive for her to source. For comparison, you can get a Tiffany & Co. ring in 18 karat gold with a semi-precious stone for $550 plus free shipping. Oh, hey. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to say, Saks Fifth Avenue is having some incredible huge sales. Buy one, get one. Mm. Way cheaper than that. Yeah. That is very good. So you're thinking, okay, I'm paying a lot for these gold pieces and et cetera, but these pieces are investments for the future. Not exactly. One, Pierce buys things wholesale. Even the items she said are handmade can be found on wholesale sites, aka very similar to Kitchen, Mm -hmm. who'd assemble necklaces herself then sell them as handmade. She's more or less a drop shipper with a huge markup. Yeah, really common. Two, her pieces tarnish incredibly fast. Within a few uses, there are complaints against her on the Better Business Bureau, and in one video reviewer, the reviewer shows how tarnished her gold earrings are. In fact, on one of the earrings she bought, a glued crystal had fallen off a pearl, creating a hole in the pearl itself. Most of the reviews on the Better Business Bureau mentioned tarnishing and even skin turning green from the jewelry. Oh, no. Three, not exactly related to the products, but as a whole, there's some shady business. I've bought some jewelry before, spending a little over $120 for two gold-filled pieces, and the packaging was gorgeous, including extras like a polishing cloth, a pouch, and a small box for the jewelry. Meanwhile, Pierce mails her stuff in in a bubble wrap mailer and a plastic holograph pouch, including orders worth hundreds of dollars. She only has a single customer service employee named Judy. That sounds fake. Probably her mom. <laughs> her mom, who, according to reviews, is really nice. The issue is that, <laughs> yes, that customer service with the HRH collection can be messy and painful. You need to pay to ship back returns and orders sometimes take forever to arrive. And that's my Beauty's current... Beauty's busy. Beauty's busy. And that's my current rundown of the HRH collection. The owner seems like a scary person to be around. She sells wholesale jewelry as handmade for sometimes hundreds of dollars. And I hope I never have to run into her. 
in real life. Thanks for all the awesome work. I hope everyone's doing well and feeling good. Cheers, Satella. And then she linked some things. So we'll in our notes. We'll put in our notes. Here's what I have to say about jewelry. I think that you need to know that it's a good company before you're going to invest that money. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, jewelry is so expensive. It's so expensive. So you have to like get it from a guy, you know, mm-hmm. or get it from, from a guy, you know, always <laughs> from a guy in the diamond district mm-hmm. or, um, from like a reputable place, like, like a Tiffany's or like a Catbird or like an established jewelry yes. store. And not a place just, that you know is a large, not to like, I mean, yes, a mom and pop shop is amazing. We always want to support small businesses, sure. but the safety of going with a large business is that they have an entire company that's and like a, an entire department based on returns or faulty yeah. things being mailed to you so they can take care of that pretty quickly. Yeah. Don't buy your jewelry from a racist on Instagram. Nope. No Nazis, guys. No, no Nazis. And always check the Better Business Bureau if mm-hmm. you have. Okay. This one is from another Caitlin. Okay. Hi, Caitlin and Sue. Absolutely love your podcast. I have a potential scam that I don't think I've heard you cover yet. Amazon reviews. I ordered a bunch of stuff on Prime Day and many of my purchases came with little cards or notes offering Amazon gift cards or free products in exchange for a review. They tell you to leave a five-star review on Amazon, then screenshot it and email it to the company. Some asked for honest feedback, but others specifically said they would only get free stuff if I left a five-star review. I've done a few of them, and so far I haven't gotten anything that was promised. A total scam. Bye, Caitlin. Caitlin, good for you for doing it, though. (laughs) We should do that. Guys. (laughs) We will offer something fake to you. Give us five stars on Apple iTunes. Yes, and we will give you something fake in return. Something. We'll shout you out. Yeah. Um, yeah, Caitlin, I've gotten that with a couple of my things too, is that they say like, we want to know how you feel. And, or I've also gotten emails, repeated emails from Amazon being like, how'd you like what you got? Did you like it? Can you review it? What do you think? And it's incredibly annoying. I ordered like a thing for the, uh, I'm Amazon is so annoying. I've been like lazy and using it. And I ordered a thing for the, the baby's room and, um, it never came. It got stuck at customs. And then when I tried to return it, the, People had been shut down. The shop had been (gasps) shut down because it was in China. I don't know. Did you get your money back? Could you file a complaint with Amazon? Yeah. Yeah, but it was like a whole thing. Anyway, let's avoid Amazon. Let's avoid Amazon, but I just bought a couple things off (laughs) Amazon. They're just so fast. They're just so fast, guys. I know, and I don't have pants to fit, and I just, I just like type in maternity pants, and then boom, I have them the next day. And it works, and that's how they're scamming us, Uh and that's fine. That's fine. I'm okay with that right now. Okay. Okay. Leah on Patreon says, mm-hmm. have you ever done an episode on those ads on YouTube with Rose claiming they can teach anyone how to make hundred K a year drop shipping on Amazon? Is it a scam? It seems like a scam. I'm working as a nurse at a nightmare hospital right now. And I'm very tempted to fall for the scam. Uh, okay. We should explain drop sh- shipping real quick. Yes, drop, please do. Drop shipping is when you advertise something on a website but you're really buying the thing from like AliExpress, someplace very cheap, mm-hmm. and you're having it sent to the person who buys it on your website. So you never actually exchange a product. You never touch any products. If you don't, I thought, I thought it like arrived at your house and then you repackage it and send it to them. That is if like it's coming, some, some companies will ask you to do that for them. Okay. But if you're just doing your own company, it's like you're ordering from like, like I could put t-shirts on a website and people can order them, but they're really ordering from like 
Teespring or something, and I'm never touching the t-shirts. I never see the t-shirts. That makes so sense? you just sort of like, a, you basically, your link from your website actually just goes right to some sort of mock Amazon page in a way, or your website is just like connecting to Amazon. Yeah. Order. And then my website would be like three times more than wherever it's coming from. So yes, that technically is something that people can make money on, but I will tell you those bros claiming that they can do it are spending so much money in marketing and advertisement because mm -hmm. you're not only trying to sell a product that already Amazon or Aldi Express is trying to sell, you then are trying to sell your version of the products. And then you have to explain to people why your version, which is like altered because of the drop or not altered, but it's just coming from you is worth three times as much. So it's so much work, I think. And I would say that overall it's bad karma. It is it's bad karma. You know you're getting this cheap shit that you're just upselling. Like, that's going to follow you. That's bad karma. And it's, it's really bad karma. And it's not a scam like, it's not a scam like if you're a genius hacker, you know, hacking a bank or a robbery that I guess we do support. But this is a scam where you're, you're telling regular people, I don't know, I just feel like you get shut down real fast. So you put in all of that money, you create your own website, you create all your sort of things like the Audrey Kitching Yes Girl did, but then she could get shut down any minute. Mm -hmm. And it's just, no, that karma is going to follow you knowing that you sent people shitty products. It's like not going to leave and you. And yes, are we murky with what we think is a good scam and not a good scam? Sure. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Okay. But we don't like we that. We have our standards, all right? <laughs> we have our standards. <laughs> you know that when I was, this is another thing that as I'm about to say, know that it's weird. When okay. I was waiting tables, I was the meanest person in the whole world. And I was like, why are you so mean? This karma is going to follow you throughout your life and but I couldn't change it I was just so mean but didn't you get better tips when you were mean you said people tipped you more when you were mean yeah I, I think it. it's a New York City bluntness like sometimes people <laughs> just like want a rough lady to tell them to shut up and eat their peas and I then you, you can't have extra cheese on your fucking avocado toast or whatever yeah they just appreciate it they're like thanks mom <laughs> I miss my gruff mother-in-law and I need you to tell me what to do pretty much. it works it works so maybe it wasn't karma maybe you were doing them a favor or they felt that they deserved it because they had been horrible people regularly to people they cared about. They did deserve it. They did. Mm -hmm. They did. Okay. Honestly, they deserved it. That's the bottom line. <laughs> okay. We have another one. It's called, the title of this email was My Scammy Hero. Oh my gosh, ladies, I have a huge scam crush. This guy is a genius. I've had to adjust my career goals after having read about his escapades. Wow. I love her. John C. Beale, he's on Wikipedia and all over the New York Times, the Washington Post, etc. He was an EPA employee who just stopped going to work. Yes, you read that right. He and he continued to get paid for years, even after he threw himself a retirement party. He just said he was working on a special assignment for the CIA. That simple and crazy lucrative. Yes, he wound up having to serve a little time and pay a little restitution, but his retirement wasn't docked. It's unbelievable. And I'm insanely jealous. Check him out. I can't wait to hear what you dish about him. Thanks, Lorna. Wow. So, I think this is a great scam. That is crazy. I, yeah, we're, we're going to have to really look into this, Lorna, because, so he retired, but I guess kept putting in his hours at his job. But he just told everybody he was working for the CIA. But then why wouldn't his job say you can't work for us right now? Why is he getting paid at his job while he's working on a, at but the he's, CIA? He's doing a job at the EPA for the CIA. What's no the one EPA? knows about him. What's the EPA? 
the Environmental Protection Agency. So okay. it's like another government office. So it's okay, like, that makes sense. so it could be. Oh, he looks really happy in his mugshot too, but he's a minister of the United Church of Christ. So that's a good scam. He's also a nurse. <laughs> Well, really? he's been honorably discharged. Yeah, there's a lot going on with this guy. I think he's been scamming for a really long time. He sounds uh, great. We yeah. got to get him on. <laughs> yes, you know we love a con artist. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, also sad news. Our con artist, D'Artagnan, didn't win. Didn't win. Um, didn't win. But let's go to Georgia. Let's go Honestly, Georgia. let's keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's so funny. Yes, we will look into this. And I guess that's sort of a I can't believe he wasn't docked any of his retirement pay and he still got paid. That's kind of amazing. It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Well done. Well done. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. Mm-hmm. This next one is, hi, Scam Wild Ladies. I'm catching up on episodes so behind. Your guest in episode 90 was infuriating. <laughs> he called the hosts girls and said the word ultimately way too many times. Nonetheless, I'm a loyal fan and love your show. But ultimately, please, please never have that guy on again. Stay safe and healthy, Leah. Thank you, Leah. So many people feel the same way. And so do we. Has reverberated throughout many months. <laughs> oh, yes. And you know what? I'm sure that person will never realize how many Scamwell listeners can't stand him because he didn't even know our podcast. <laughs> he probably didn't even listen to, to the no, show. No, no, no. Thank you, Leah. We love you. And we love all you guys for also hating him. That's how, yeah. that's how you bond, really. It's like, who can we hate together as Fair a collective? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, all right, the subject line of our next one is Amore. <laughs> Caitlin and Sue and Producer Kate. Oh, Producer Kate's off this month. So. Yeah, guys, Producer Kate is actually taking some time away, and we're relieved for her. She's doing what we all wish we could do. Yeah, she really needs it, so that's awesome. Yeah. So, bon voyage. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, I just have to say how much I love the pod. Thank you. It's been a fun romp to listen to you all while the world is on fire. Literally and figuratively, I live in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. As a new mom of a six-month-old boy, I oh, relate geez. so many of the things you all talk about. Warning, long email. My little guy is going through a major sleep regression and oh, only geez. really sleeps on me for his nap. So I take, so I'm going to take my time with this. Yes. Also, unsolicited mom advice, Sue. Always wear something with pockets so you can have your phone with you. Yes. If not, you will be sitting in the nursery feeling stranded. Once things are healed up and you can wear leggings again, these are the best leggings. And then she said, I've ever owned and made a pocket. Yeah. And then she sent a link to some Joy Lab leggings on Target. And you know I love Joy Lab, so she I will check them out. She said, also, I got AirPods a couple of weeks ago, and they are a mom life game changer. Listening to podcasts and the celebrity memoir audiobooks, Jessica Simpson's Gabrielle Union and Busy Phillips's are all fabulous while doing laundry, etc. True. Yeah. And that's my me time since there isn't much we can do in the time of Corona. I was telling you Jessica Simpson's memoir was great. It's really good. Uh, Mariah Carey just came out with one that I hear is fabulous. All mom memoirs I am obsessed with. And they really (laughs) help you go like, how do I keep living? Oh, (laughs) this woman did it. (laughs) This woman did it so fast. It's great. Quick hack. With a Libby app, you can also get free audiobooks and eBooks with your library card and interface. It's Super user friendly. I love Libby. I never buy books because it's it's just your library. Also for books that you want now, like Mariah Carey's memoir. What did I say? She knows. Mm -hmm. I think you can have a friend with Audible share the book with you and just cancel the Audible before the free trial. (laughs) Yes. Good chance. Looks like we do. Not sure if it will work. I think Audible is purposely confusing because it is a scam. But that is for another time. Thank you. 
Katie, I work in special education and my husband has a learning disability. So I love your openness. Oh, yeah. This is the nicest email, guys. This one's winning. Audiobooks are a great option for individuals yes. with dyslexia. And I always tell teachers that it, it is still reading since it is processing the information and not cheating or an easy way out. Oh, thank you for saying that. If you want accessibility tips, I can send those separately. Just let me know. Oh, I okay. do. Wait, this email is incredibly <laughs> amazing and helpful. Thank you. Yeah. I feel a little silly because I left a voicemail on the hot tip hotline about the scammy Sean King, but I was getting caught up on episodes and realized that someone had already alerted you to all that. Here's a link to the article about that just in case you want it anyway. So we have a, a link okay. about Sean King being shitty. We'll link to that. The main reason I'm sending an email is to talk about a con that involves the Italian mafia. Yes. One of my close friends lived and worked in Italy for a winery after majoring oh. Viticulture and oneology, the making of science and wine, along with minor in Italian. Oh, so this is Italian mafia in Italy. In Italy. That's amazing. And wine. I say this because she was really able to embed herself in Italian culture due to her degrees. Mm -hmm. Came back about 10 years ago. One of the things she told me about how, uh, told me about was how big a scam there was in the extra virgin olive oil industry. Okay. Okay. It was a big open secret that the Italian mafia was involved in and ran the scam. I love it. Oh my God. How I understood it was that basically there would be olive oil sold that was actually not extra virgin olive oil, but passed as such to make more money. Mm -hmm. I was surprised that the mafia would be involved in olive oil of all things. While I was listening to your Sour Grapes episode of the pod, it reminded me of this olive oil scam. Many wineries also have oil presses and make their own olive oil. I remember my friend talking about how amazing it smelled and how soft her hands were when she worked on the olive oil side of the winery. From what she said, it didn't seem like the company she worked for was involved in the EVOO scam. Hmm. After listening to the episode, I started to look online for evidence on this olive oil scam and found some reputable seeming articles about it. Great, we'll link them below. Mm -hmm. Seems like the Italian authorities busted the scheme right open and there was even a 60 minute expose on it. I love anyway, it. not sure if you find it interesting, but I thought it was pretty fascinating foray into seemingly innocent things, especially since American use consumption of olive oil has skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. Lastly, I thought the hot tip hotline was a hot tub hotline. <laughs> The first time I listened to pod, so I think my ears are scamming. Oh my god, I want a hot tub hotline. We all need that right now. Talk about cozy. Thank you for all the awesome <laughs> and enlightening work you do. Sorry for any typos or anything. Doesn't that doesn't make sense? The little one woke up and I had to finish while I went pee. Thanks again. Yes. Much love to you all, Tiana. 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 We all send emails while we're peeing. And that's sure. the most important thing that we should sure. share. This is so great. And it is so fascinating it's because so like, interesting. I don't know about you, but I never spring for the fancy olive oil. Do you? No, I, I don't. And like, I also just sort of, I don't know the difference between extra virgin, virgin, cold press, press. I just like, actually, I like the shittier olive oil because it tastes more olive oily because I kind of like that olive oil taste. And so if it tastes kind of plain, I'm like, well, then why not use a regular oil? I don't know. But yeah. Alan would be so interested in this because he did work at Italy in, um, in Manhattan and there was an olive oil expert. And so he would go through and like taste all these olive oils and do this like weird, like, like slipping thing with his mouth and like squish the olive oil around. And he's like, 
of an olive oil aficionado. And I'm so curious if any of the ones that he slurped and suggested were probably also mob-owned olive oil. Austin always buys fancy olive oil, and it makes me so mad. No, tell him to cancel. Damn, it's such cancel. a scam. Also, we should be putting it on our hands, I guess. Like, that's what I got from this takeaway. I want to be rubbing oh, it all over my hands. <laughs> yeah, you'd stink, but it might be really good for your it hands. It might be good. It might be yeah, good. Might be good. Smelly, but good. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. The Deaf Composer Scam by our good friend Nate. Sue and Caitlin, I've been listening to you so much, catching up on past episodes, and it's so good to hear your voices again. Thank you. You're such a huge comfort to me. It's like listening to my friends, but also my mom's. I hope that's not weird. (laughs) Whatever. I just love you. No, it's perfect. We love you. Honestly, these are all fabulous compliments, and they're keeping us going. Okay. So much I wanted to comment on, but I will give the cliff notes of all my thoughts from your latest few episodes. Patrick LaBelle is a jackass. <laughs> the guy from a few. Yeah, the guy we hated. Your JT Leroy episode sent me down the biggest rabbit hole, and I literally won't stop telling people about it. Same. Oh. Your 100th episode made me so, so proud of you and so grateful you're still here. Oh my God. Yeah. I've been listening from the very beginning, and a huge congratulations to you both. 
That is oh, so sweet. Nate, you make us so happy. Dad. I, yeah, yeah, no, you're like a, <laughs> you're like a daddy. Uh, the main point of this email is to point you to another scam that I stumbled on. It was covered in the New York Times back in 2014, and I found it so fascinating I had to share. It's about a Japanese composer, I read about this, who claimed to be deaf. His music garnered tons of acclaim and he was praised as Japan's modern day Beethoven until it was discovered that he hadn't written any of the music himself. He wasn't even deaf. <sighs> he had hired a ghostwriter to create the music for him for 25 years. Yes. Definitely a very unique scam if you're looking for more episodes. Yes, I somehow I heard about this. I think a friend texted me this. This is fascinating. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, P.S. They put a terrible wig on Savannah and she passed for JT LaVoy seamlessly. Meanwhile, it took me years of hormones and surgery to pass as a guy. The injustice, LOL. <laughs> that wig was so bad. Oh my God, Nate, we get it and we love you. Ugh, the we injustice, my God. I know. That, that wig was so fucking shitty. Maybe it was mm -hmm. the 90s and people were like grunge and just want to look like a coked out mess on their heads. I don't know, but I digress. It was the early 2000s and we weren't as experienced in the art of wigs as we are. <laughs> no, no, we weren't. We weren't. No. Um, but yeah, I, we are going to look at that modern day Beethoven scam. That's, that's for 25 crazy. years. That's an incredible scam. That's an incredible scam. That's a commitment to like a petty little scam. Also, his ghostwriter must be getting paid. I want to know like, is the ghostwriter his life partner? Is it a yeah. wife? Is it somebody that like they're committed to because 25 years of lying like that is incredible. Also, wait, how did he go about life? I guess he was fluent in sign language. We, ha we have to find out more. We'd find out more. We have Thank to read this so article. Much. Thank you. Okay. This next one is called want to see a scam live. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming it hasn't been taken down already. There's a scammer on Facebook who claims to be Snoop Dogg giving no. out $5,000 to commoners on a video with the word cash. Ultimately, it seems like the link isn't working and we'll link it, mm -hmm. but I'm not gonna click on it because it looks sketchy. It looks shady. Yeah, maybe that means it's already gone. Snoop Dogg Live 5K had- But had the O's in Snoop Dogg are zeros. Zeros. <laughs> had a looped video of Snoop Dogg getting a hairdo or something and anybody listening for more than a few minutes would have heard repeated stuff. Okay. Anyway, somebody commented in the comments about not having a credit card so I figure what was happening was people would comment and then the scammer would message them to ask for a credit card for processing fee or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, aha, you can search it on Facebook Watch. Any video here claiming to be giving out money is almost surely a scam. Mm -hmm. If the URL is broken, just go to facebook.com slash watch and search for Snoop Dogg Live 5K. But those are zeros. But those are zeros. Keep up the good work. Love you. Bye, Imogen. Thanks, Imogen. Oh, that's, that's, you're completely right, Imogen. You're so right that then basically these people are just putting themselves out there to be commented and told they won or told they're getting $5,000 and then giving their personal information to be wired. I think, okay, I must admit, I may have been off my medicine when I fell <laughs> for this, but I fell for something like this. In, I'm in like all these comedy Facebook groups and there's one called yeah. Com Comedy Paying Job Posts and someone was like, the first people to re respond cash get a paid spot. I don't know, something, but I felt Did it work. Way. No, everybody no. was like, this is a scam. This is a scam. This is a scam. <laughs> you were like, cash question mark? <laughs> I was like, maybe? <laughs> I'll tell the scam after I cash my check. 
They should have known. I know. It's tough. Oh, Herbalife. Guys, this one's about Herbalife. I wanted to do Herbalife. I have a close friend who worked for them and was going to come on and give us a whole Herbalife special because you guys have asked for it. But he said right now with the job market, he might need to go back to working there and he doesn't want to shit on them. You don't want to shit where you eat because he might have to end up working there. And you know what? No shade to that. Sometimes you have to work. We all got to make money. So if you have to work for a place you don't love, but you need to bring in that cash, we feel you. But let's talk about them. Okay. This is called Herbalife and Protein Shake Stories. I fell for it was the subject. Hi, lovely Sue and Katie. I wrote in once before with the college student job scam that happened to my friend, and now I'm writing once more with a scam that I actually just fell for. I know you've talked about MLMs on the pod, and one of the biggest MLMs right now is Herbalife which sells protein powders, fit teas, and other products. Simultaneously, there is a huge wave of protein shake stores opening up all around the country right now. In my area, three protein shakes slash fit tea cafes have opened up within 30 minutes of my house in the last year. I didn't think much of it. I was like, maybe this is the new Froyo. <laughs> I love that. Diarrhea tea is the new Froyo. <laughs> Froyo had a moment where it, it was did. everywhere. Yeah. What is it? Cupcakes had a moment. Donuts had a moment. Um, The thing is, these protein shakes look amazing. Every protein shake cafe has active Instagrams where they post their amazing pumpkin Oreo chiller or peanut butter coffee protein shakes that look like McFlurries, but claim to have only 200 calories and 24 grams of protein. I was bored one day. It's a pandemic, okay? (laughs) And I was like, wow, a peanut butter Oreo shake sounds great right now. So I got in my car and drove to one of these shake places. All of these places have nutrition quote in the name, by the way. Mm. When we got there, you have to sign up and pay on this app called Engage Shady. Mm. Apparently, this app is owned by Herbalife, and it refers to each cafe as a fitness club, which is odd because they're literally just tiny cafes, no one working out involved or anything. When you order, it makes you put in your information and says your club. After doing some research, my friend, who also unwillingly participated in the scam, realized that because all of these places are using Herbalife products, they legally can't have storefronts, so they have to be called fitness clubs. Shady. Whoa. I am so shook by this. I'm annoyed that Herbalife is infiltrating what could be legitimate businesses. Also mad, I fell for a $12 protein shake made by a, with dusty MLM powder that is apparently linked to liver troubles. Reddit comments also said the nutrition facts are likely fabricated. Oh, geez. Anyway, I have more information, but this email's already too long. Honey, no, it's not. You can always email. <laughs> Would love to hear your take on this total scam. I love your pod and congrats on the 100 episodes, ladies. Thank you so much for keeping up with the podcast in these crazy times. It's my favorite break from reality. Yes, XOXO, stay away from Herbalife, Abby. 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 Oh my gosh. You just wanted a pumpkin Oreo shake. You Honestly, know? those Instagram images just get me every time. Like, yeah, I mean, I want something that is not going to make me gain weight, but looks like yeah, it's a million calories and I could gain weight from it by smelling it. Like, I, that's exactly what I want to eat. I think that we're learning a lot about my psyche today, but I look at those pictures and I'm like, you can't have that. You cannot have really? that. Really? Yeah. yeah. But that's really healthy. I'm the part where I'm like, I can have whatever I want. And they're like, oh, I have whatever I wanted. <laughs> no, I don't like the way I feel. No, I go to Starbucks. I see those beautiful shakes and I'm like, that's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that something your mom said? <laughs> no, I just have to buy the ugly produce, you know? Yeah. Abby, this is fascinating though. And I hate that apparently a fitness club isn't a storefront, even though they're selling stuff that's so shady. So creepy. And I want to know, well, she said it was a dusty shake, but like, was it any good? <laughs> I'm really curious. Um, I love, but I love the visual of a, a dusty. Me too. Like MLM. I can, yeah. Powder. Yeah. But I, I'm also curious, I guess with Herbalife, it's small little offshoots because it's an MLM, like they would create a person who is selling Herbalife would create their own little house factory sales place. And then that is the way that they can get people to purchase more Herbalife. Or is it a way that Herbalife, the company is getting people's information to then pitch them to be sellers of Herbalife? Or Herbalife, the company is taking a commission from the app that they're using to pay with. Mm-hmm. Like or the app is actually a monster and it's all part of Scientology. <laughs> it is a monster, yeah. It's or it's Britney Spears asking for help and the only thing she can do is open an Herbalife store. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Could be. Who knows? Britney, if you're there, tell us. Talk to us. We're yellow. Okay. Justine. This next yes. email is from Justine and she says, great podcast. Hey, you guys might want to look into brain retraining for people with allergies and environmental sensitivity. Oh, geez. Hmm. I'm a journalist slash former comedy writer, and I've been looking for someone to tell this story. Justine, come on down. <laughs> I can't investigate because of my conflict. I have a rare disease, so I get really sick, exposed to things like mold and harsh chemicals. Oh, no. I've had to move an abnormal number of times. Oh, I get that. Yeah. There's a bunch of us, but there's a cult program that insists we just need to train our brain's response. Mm-mm. It's a mental health program that helps you with anxiety if you need that but it promises to cure actual physical responses. It's bunk, total bunk. Most of us have test results or have had critical toxic exposures like Agent Orange that made us intolerant. But because our illnesses aren't well known and people love picking on allergies, Mm -hmm. we are vulnerable to scam artists. Brain retraining, see Gupta, saturate our Facebook brain retraining programs, saturate our Facebook groups and communities and patients get gaslit into believing it's their fault that they're sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just environmental sensitivity though. The brain retraining programs show up for other diseases. And like I said, they promise to cure people. You will see acolytes talking about how they can now stand next to a gas leak and breathe it in. But you'll probably, you'll probably die. Yeah. They're also high and dead. (laughs) nobody is fine with that okay let me know if you're interested in learning more that's fascinating we are interested please send us more justine that is crazy and uh, i hate that so much because it does there's this feeling of like if you have a natural allergy you're weaker or you're not able to do stuff that other people can or there's something wrong with you and it's like no maybe you weren't meant to stand and smell gas for five hours at a time i i think that's fine yeah i have been guilty of being like some allergies are fake though especially a peanut allergy how can you be allergic to peanuts it's they're so good they're the best nut <laughs> they are they are so good they are the best not but if your body hasn't had exposure from a very young age you'll find this with your son you're gonna have to give him those like bombas they're these like peanut powder fritos or no like cheeto things so basically you have to expose them to trace amounts of things that could be allergic or else their bodies won't develop to be able to you know absorb oh, that i mean i'm all over that he is not a peanut allergy not in my house <laughs> oh i'll tell you guys but there is a scam for peanut allergy with babies is there was this powder I was looking into on Amazon that has like every single trace amount of like shellfish, 
egg, dairy, like, and then you put the powder into your baby's milk to give it to them, like starting out slowly. My doctor said that's a horrible idea because you don't know if your kid has an issue with it. Was it the tiny particle of peanut? Was it the particle of shellfish? So our best advice is to give your kid a food for the first time when they start eating right before your doctor's appointment. So we went to a diner right outside our um, pediatrician. And before the pediatrician appointment, we gave him fried clams for the first time and shrimp. Ew. But no, he loves it. And But if he had a reaction, we could run right across the street and get the EpiPen. So you do it like the, a parent told me on the day of your like pediatrician appointment is when you try a new food or vegetable or thing. So then to see if your kid likes it or if they're intolerant. That's funny. But that powder sounds gross though. The powder is disgusting. Our doctor said not to do it. Um, but on the website, it said all these things like all of these people just assume that they can control your body's response to things, your natural body's response. And everyone's body is so different and special and has its own history of trauma and difficulties and sensitivities that these Facebook pages, it just sounds really bullying. Yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah. We got to so look more Justine, into it. Send us everything you want and we will chat all about it. We love journalists. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. This next one's the title's called topic fear. Love your show. I think it would be really cool to do an episode about the topic of getting your way by instilling fear in people This could be a whole series, really. Fear of danger, fear of rejection, fear of loss. Our president thrives on and grows his power by making people fearful of losing money or power or privilege. I was just going to say, you mean the news? I would love more eyes to be open to the idea that we are often unknowingly driven by our fears. I agree. That's so true. Thank you so much, Kara. I agree with you. I was actually going to have a shout out to my husband's journalism network, which I think is amazing because we were just talking about this, that we are just exhausted with news and media and fear and solution journalism network, which is who he works for and he runs our social media is all about changing the way we look at news instead of just, instead of just like very intense, dramatic and traumatic, like news stories and quick coverage where like the news upsets you and says something you're eating is going to kill you in five minutes. These stories are about where there was a problem that happened and how an organization, a group of people, someone changed and found a solution, or if they didn't find a solution, how they changed from it. It is the most comforting, uplifting, positive thing to read, and it is where I love getting all my journalism. So I completely agree that fear right now is running a lot of our media. So I would say I suggest Solutions Journalism Network and a bunch of the news networks that work with them. Yes, definitely. All right, now it's time for a few voicemails. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Anthony. Anthony. We know you, Anthony. <laughs> Hi, Anthony. I want to give a shout out to fellow ScamWow fans. Uh, this is the first guy to ever get a call in ScamWow, so I'm an original fan. OG. OG, Anthony. Uh, anyhow, I just want to share a quick story with y'all. Uh, first time I tried to call ScamWow, I misdialed one of the numbers. And the phone rang, right? And uh, like a guy picked up. <gasps> and I was thinking it was going to be a voicemail. And this guy's like, you know, hello. It's like a thick, like a thick Russian accent. <gasps> so I was like, uh, hey, um, you know, Anthony, I was just going to leave a voicemail for the Scamwell podcast. You know, Sue and Caitlin is like, who is this Sue and Caitlin? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What's a scam? I was like, no, no. I was, uh, <laughs> This must be a wrong number. I'm sorry about that. Uh, I thought there was a podcast called Scam House. It's really good. You should, you should check it out. You know, my boyfriend is cracking. I was totally nervous. Like, no, there, there's no 
I'm here. Uh, what's going on? Oh. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you, sir. Goodbye. So I hung up. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. What podcast was like a scam to get people to call his number to trick them. I was like, oh, oh no. I double checked the number. I was off. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. So then I called. Got to be in my first voice now. So just thought I'd share that crazy story with y'all. That is so funny, Anthony. And amazing. And for all you listeners out there, if you're not on the Patreon account, y'all hook up these ladies. Y'all take care. Love y'all. Bye. Thank you, Anthony. Oh my gosh. Anthony, you might have gotten yourself like, what if he tapped you? I mean, he didn't, but it sounds like that guy freaked out. Like, you're so lucky that the person was just... You almost caught something. I know, but also it seemed like he was offended. Like, you thought he thought you thought he was a scammer. So I'm yeah. so relieved that you didn't, like, accidentally call a hacker's line. And he was like, oh, thank you for your phone number. Anthony, I think you almost got whacked on that one. You almost did, Anthony. But you know what? The ScamWow universe saved you. And we did save you. But thanks for telling us that crazy story. And guys, yes, Anthony's been an OG... You heard him as our only voicemail wishing us for a happy hundred on our hundredth episode. It was the sweetest. Yeah, it was before anybody else. Yeah, was the first really nice. I realized. That was so cute. Okay, let me send. So thank you so much, Anthony. That was so funny. Okay, we have one more voicemail. One more voicemail. Damn wow. Oh, I guess that's the voicemail. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a big fan of your podcast. And... Um, I just want to say that I really like the work you guys do. It makes me laugh. It's getting me through quarantine. Oh, and uh, one of the episodes I think that really resonated with me was with Pico de Leon or Leon and how they were talking about um, sort of how multi-level marketing schemes or like insurance fraud schemes um, really affect or are often targeted towards low-income or minority groups. And I really resonated with that a lot just because I also come from a minority community, um, a low-income minority community, mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's especially common with a lot of like my even high schoolers who are first-generation college students who um, unfortunately fell victim to scams and mm-hmm. are. It's really weird because like this one person, I deleted her on Facebook because she was just getting like weird and like, spewing out like fake bullshit about yeah. like disabilities. But I remember, like, I graduated with her, and, you know, a year later, she's all she's always posting on her personal social media about, you know, um, about this specific multi-level marketing scheme, which is called PHP, mm. and it's abbreviated to Soul Helping People, and I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a scheme or a scam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's a scam because, again, they're doing kind of the thing that you guys talked about in your episode about selling insurance to people that really don't need it and trying to make a profit of it and then also trying to recruit people. Mm. And that's what people helping people does. Again, it's also known as CHP. And I don't know, I think that'd be a really cool episode too along that level of multi-level marketing scheme. And uh, I, I think that type of topic is also something that I value too just because i see a lot of people like i'm graduating with who are like under victim of like herbal life or php and it just makes me sad because my community is like mostly hispanic first generation Mm -hmm. um low income and you know it's it's really upsetting um but yeah that's all kind of that's like my tea so thanks guys bye-bye 
Thank, Thank you. you. And you're right. That is so upsetting. I, and also really hard when you, not only, you know, we all feel that everyone's being affected by these specific MLMs, but then your community who you know so deeply and basically family members to you in a sense, and everybody's just trying to do better and live the best life that they can. And you're just seeing them fall victims. It's so upsetting. And to call it people helping people is also bad karma. <laughs> Horrible. Bad karma. Yeah, those people are in hell. Okay. Mm. It's fine. Oh no, that God. really is so tough. Wealth is weird. Yeah. Wealth sucks. <laughs> but weird. guys, subscribe to Patreon. <laughs> yes. So we can it's get some wealth. <laughs> yeah. You guys, thank you so much for sending in your, for calling in, sending in your thank emails. You. It really makes us feel loved and we are so appreciative. We really needed this. I had a tough week. I just felt completely depleted this week and I, oh. reading these made me feel so much better. Oh my God, there's a point in my life. It completely affects my mood. So these kind emails are actually making me feel so much better. So thank you so much. Thank you. I don't need meds. I just need these. (laughs) I need so much stuff. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Honestly, I need a lot of things. Uh, This, oh, and we hope you, we're very thankful for you. We hope you all, this will come out on Thanksgiving or during Thanksgiving. Oh, hell yeah. We're thankful for you guys. Yeah, That's a huge part of our life right now. And so when I talk about it, like we could be having a day that's whatever, fine. And then we know we're recording and it's just, it really, this is the place, especially in quarantine that I'm finding creativity. I'm finding joy. I'm finding like, even when I listen back when we're editing, even though we hate our own voices, I am hearing myself happy and delight in these episodes. So thank you guys for that. Yes. I'm still, I'm so glad that I have a creative outlet right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, and if you have any scams and you want to email, uh, email us, our email address is scamwellpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to call us, cause you know, I love a phone call. You can call our hot tub hotline, which <laughs> yes. is 347-509-9414. Yeah. And if you want to listen to back episodes or check out any merch or check out our Patreon, you can visit scamwellpodcast.com. And we will see we'll you see soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.